Welcome to the Find the Good Mamahood podcast. I'm Caitlin Carpio-Futchner, and I'm so excited to spend some time with you. This is a place where I talk with other mamas about their favorite tips, tricks, and resources, and also celebrate the joys of mamahood by sharing real stories and experiences. New moms, veteran moms, moms-to-be, this podcast is for you. I hope our honest chats about the highs and lows of mamahood help you find joy wherever you are in your journey. I am so glad you're here. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode three. Today, I get to chat with my friend, Katie Murray. She is a super mama to four adorable little kids with the youngest one on the way. And she is a ray of sunshine to everybody who knows her. And she's here to share with us about something she's very passionate about, home birth. Hey, Katie, thank you for joining me today. Hey, Caitlin. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. I just know it. Yeah, I can feel it. Tell us about yourself. Tell us what what you do, what you like to do. (laughs) Well, I like to say I run a tight shipwreck. (laughs) I have a very lively house. I have a, he just turned six-year-old. I have a four-year-old and I have an almost two-year-old. And my fourth one is the easiest baby, still in utero. (laughs) She's just 21 weeks. We found out we're having a little girl. Yeah, so you can find me day-to-day. homeschooling. We decided to homeschool this year. So Alistair is in kindergarten. And so we uh, spend a lot of time sitting around our kitchen table, learning together and a lot of time outside, uh, especially recently because the weather's starting to warm up. And so that's my typical day to day. And then in the nooks and crannies, I find time to do my doTERRA business. I'm a wellness advocate. My business is called Joyful Folks and I love that we're talking about both of these things together because they really did have their genesis together at the Mm -hmm. same time. I started using natural solutions with my first pregnancy with Alistair. And so I just love, I'm just passionate about both of those things. So Mm. I'm going to dig into that a little bit. And I'm married to Austin. We're going to celebrate nine years this June, which is crazy. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. (laughs) He's my best bud. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a joy doing life with him. So that's mm-hmm. that's me in a nutshell. Day to day, it looks a lot like dance parties and coloring <laughs> and puzzles and Play-Doh mm-hmm. and some natural solutions plugged in there. Mm-hmm. Definitely enjoyed the uh, doTERRA hand soap at your house, and the candles, <laughs> all that. Yeah, that's so much fun. I love I love doing that. Mm-hmm. So. When talking about home birth or when thinking about home birth, what are some adjectives that come to mind for you? Uh, home birth. I, uh, my experience with home birth has been just all around empowering and transformative in the sense of like realizing what my body's capable of and how God has created the woman body. And uh, the, the care that is attached to home birth is unmatched in my experience. I had a natural birth in the hospital with my first baby. And then my three, this baby included will be at home. And so I've really, it's just a serene environment and it's just a beautiful process. I, I just love it. Mm-hmm. What led you to home birth? How did that journey look? So our hospital birth experience um, was good. 
very different. I think what just made Austin and I kind of move towards the home birth was that we were trying to create a home birth environment in the hospital. And, you know, you can in some ways, in some ways do that in the hospital, Mm -hmm. but they still have a job that they need to do and they still have protocol and uh, things that they are required to kind of uh, check off the list. So I think after that experience uh, and, and seeing that my body was capable, that the belief was there the determination was there, mm-hmm. the um, overall experience, like I did it, even though there were, there were some major differences between my hospital birth and home birth. So I think you just couldn't translate it. We couldn't make home birth happen in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So I think that, and then as well as Austin's uh, encouragement, I think his belief in me and his encouragement made me want to seek out home birth because I mean, honestly, insurance didn't cover it. <laughs> Our first baby, insurance mm. didn't cover it. I was 26. There was so much mystery around birth. I think our culture in general, like there's, I had never seen a birth. We didn't really talk about birth. Right. So I watched a bunch of YouTube videos. Austin actually had to cut me <laughs> off at one point. He was like, Katie, I'm like, I don't, I just, like, just he was like, stop with the YouTube videos. <laughs> like, I want to know. I want to understand. Yeah. So like all this mystery wrapped up in it. Mm. And so I think because of that, I like researched a lot, read a lot, learned a lot about the body, had this like belief that I could do it and that it would, it would do it. I did like a lot of hypnobirthing, but mm-hmm. I think what was missing was uh, like the spiritual aspect. Like I looked a lot into like the physical, and I think the hospital realm looks into the physical realm a lot, but what was missing for me was like the spiritual aspect and the emotional aspect. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's another difference between the home birth experiences that I could kind of, uh, tap into that a little more, that spiritual and emotional side. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. I wonder, do you think that's because you were in a different place or you were with different people or both? Yeah, I think part of it is resources. I was not, so I like watched women giving birth, very physical, Mm -hmm. like, you know, (laughs) the physical process and I experienced the physical process. Of course it was emotional and spiritual in my first Mm -hmm. labor and delivery, but I didn't prepare. I didn't do like that soul care beforehand. And I realized that was lacking, but I think, Mm. I think after my first birth, I like realized that really was lacking. And then I, mm. I made a step towards soul care with my second and my daughter Orla being a home birth, but still couldn't tap into quite the resources. I think there's just like a lack of resources, mm-hmm. especially for Christians. Like I wanted a biblical worldview of, of birth. And so I had a friend actually, she created a, a course called Peaceful Practices and it was so helpful. I used it for Baron and I'm using it for mm-hmm. this baby too. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a biblical worldview of birth and how God created our bodies. She has a quote that I love that I would love to share with you. It's, um, there's a lot of fear around birth. And I think that's what kind of made me do a hospital verse birth the first time is because mm. there's so much unknown. Like, I think, yeah. I mean, I think there are not many of us who have witnessed a birth before our own, whereas in other cultures, it's like a village event, a community <laughs> event. Yeah. And uh, uh, so I, I just think that there's just a lot of fear wrapped up in the unknown. And so part of her course it's, it's addressing that and replacing that fear with what truth is and giving you tools for meditation and scripture to focus on 
But the reality is, and this is what she says, uh, fear is imagining a place where God doesn't go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true when it comes to giving birth. Like we're, when we are fearful, we're imagining God isn't there. He hasn't gone before and he's not with us. And so mm-hmm. I, and so that's just like a nugget of truth. But her whole course has been really helpful mm. in preparation and meditating and just just preparing that soul care that I'm talking about, like emotionally, like having like mental and emotional hooks because mm-hmm. in labor, your body's going and doing the most intense thing it will ever do. Right. <laughs> Bringing a human into the world. It is so intense. It's mm-hmm. hard work. And, but having the mental clarity and the practice of knowing like just the clarity, the peace of mind during mm-hmm. that intense labor really has made a difference for me for home birth. Mm-hmm. And then, so you're at home doing these practices and how is that, you know, different than a hospital birth for you? What was missing, you know, that you couldn't do quite the same way in a hospital? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause you can meditate and think um, in a hospital setting, like reorient your mind and your heart. Mm. I think the thing that was lacking for me were um, the interruptions. I know, if anyone's given birth in a hospital, like, you know, <laughs> like people are just, they just are trying to check mm-hmm. in or check your vitals or and just doing their job. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, that's just not the case in home birth. It is, it is an environment to where the laboring woman is, as like it's quiet people are Mm. like respectful they're Mm -hmm. my midwife is just so gentle and caring there's like not the bright lights it's just it's just (laughs) a very different experience altogether I remember Mm -hmm. with Alistair I showed up at the hospital you know they like want to do all the measurements and or not the measurements they like want to well oh let me just tell you I show up and I'm so thirsty and I just gulp a bunch of water (laughs) <laughs> and I threw it up everywhere and they're like oh you can't eat or drink now because you threw up and I was like what because <laughs> I was like like that's just not the case in home birth you can eat and drink at your leisure and it's just normal to throw up it's just like a part of labor <laughs> like people just get nauseous and they throw up so but like in the hospital setting that was like oh she did this. So there was like a consequence to that. So like, I would consider that an intervention, like just a minor intervention, but it snowballed. So then because I couldn't eat or drink, I had to be hooked up to an IV. Right. And because I was in on an IV, I was in the bed Mm -hmm. and then they hooked my belly up to like the monitor because they wanted to monitor the heart rate. So Mm -hmm. it's just like small things like that, which aren't a big deal, but they weren't what I wanted, you know? Mm -hmm. And they, (laughs) and so I think that, that, that is like the major difference. You have more control over your environment mm-hmm. really is what it comes down to. And being able the less interruptions and the more familiar is like um, really helpful and just progressing labor. Mm. Yeah, that totally makes sense that, you know, hospitals have their protocols and they don't even always make sense in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, even to the mm-hmm. people carrying them out, but you got to go by the book because if not, you'll get in trouble, you'll get sued, you know, something bad may happen. So, right. but, but you don't have control over those things. You just have to say yes, but at home you can make those decisions and you're supported to make those decisions, you know? And then I just feel like it's a, what you're saying is like, it's a good place to find peace. Mm-hmm. Like you're in your own home and you, you can call the shots. Yes. And I'm the only person in labor. (laughs) 
know? Yeah, I don't I, I don't have split attention. I yeah, I can say or even say what I need or what I want and then it's not a it's not dual focus thing. It's mm-hmm. or and I've had the same midwife now. This will be her third time delivering my baby. So like wow. we have this working yeah. relationship where I really feel like she knows me. Mm-hmm. And she kind of knows what my desires are or my inclinations are or what mm. I, my needs are. One of my favorite memories from my last birth was um, I wasn't progressing. I think that's another thing. Like it's just natural ups and downs in labor are natural mm. and they're approached with a natural mindset. Like this is okay. This isn't a big deal. It's mm. not like a high alert thing, but she just so so nurturing, so motherly. She came into my room <laughs> and she just like situated the pillows around me. She just tucked me in like I was her child. <laughs> it was like one of my favorite memories of my birth with with uh with Baron. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's just kind of like this intimacy you feel in, in mm-hmm. that environment, which which means a lot to me. I think right. personality and desires have so much to do with why you would want to choose a home birth over mm-hmm. birth center even or a hospital mm-hmm. birth. Yeah, I would love to hear more about that, how you chose your midwife. And then, you know, I have friends right now who are considering doulas or midwives or midwives and doulas, you know, and there's so many decisions to make when suddenly you do get all the decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So how did, how have you kind of gotten to the place where, okay, I want one person, you know, this kind of person. um, And then I don't know what are maybe some helpful things to keep in mind when you're looking at all those options. Oh my word. I know it could be so overwhelming. I was referred to my midwife from a friend who was a doula. She was like in doula training. She's actually postpartum doula. And she said, Hey, um, story, story's midwife name. Um, I really think you'd like her. She's a believer, which which is which is mm-hmm. important to me. Just knowing that we had the same mindset around birth and just what a blessing and gift it is. And so I I think I I think you can really decide based on how you the chemistry. Like I feel like mm-hmm. you just hit it off. Where it's <laughs> like okay, I I can you and I mm-hmm. can build trust and we have some chemistry going on. And it was Did just have a like- good fit. Did you have like an interview? Like, let me try you out. <laughs> There's like a, she does like a consultation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we went, it was just like the vibes were just good. I just mm-hmm. had Alistair at the time when I met her and her office had toys and she has five kids of her own. And mm-hmm. it's just, it just felt like a friend and it still feels that way. When I go to see her, I'm like, I have to wait six weeks to see you. Okay. <laughs> I'll make my appointment. It does. It just feels like a friendship at this point, but mm-hmm. it it can be overwhelming. I think word of mouth is helpful. And if you have friends who have similar desires or mindsets, I think um, asking, asking them who they've used, or I even asked, I haven't used a doula before. I hear great things about doulas though. I, I my husband, Austin and my mom has been mm-hmm. my doulas in my labors. <laughs> and I had a friend join last mm-hmm. time just because she wanted to attend a birth. So she was, yes, she yes, was present. Right. She was present there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's different yeah. every time. Uh, but same, I think the same with doulas, like you got to, that chemistry has to be there because mm-hmm. it's such like a, vulnerable state to be in um in labor yeah Mm -hmm. so if you can build and gain trust 
and a friendship, I, I would say that's a good fit to go with that person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that takes an inter- lots, like lots of interviewing if you're not having a good time with who you're meeting. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're listening to referrals or maybe you're looking online and, and you kind of know what you want already, like um, maybe their values or how they um, how, how they assist with birth or what tools they use, techniques, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a good, at least starting point. Mm-hmm. What are some of your um, and your and your midwife's favorite um, techniques and rituals that you go through now that you have an established rhythm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> well, so with Orla, well, now it's like a running joke is that I don't <laughs> wait to call her. <laughs> and that's mostly because Orla came so fast that she didn't make it in time. It was me and Austin <laughs> and Orla, my first oh my time. Gosh. It was wild. It was so wild. Austin was with her on the phone. People listening might be like, oh my gosh, that's why I would never do a home birth. <laughs> like that, that's like the biggest fear. But my major takeaway of that experience is like, wow, my body knew exactly what to do. Like God is amazing. That's so it cool. really was amazing. And mm-hmm. she showed up like seriously a minute after Orla was born, not even. Wow. <laughs> but I look at her and she looks at me and I'm like, am I in trouble? She's like, am I in trouble? <laughs> so I like we don't wait I like tell her right away because that's just been the running joke it's like you don't wait to call me because I want to know as soon as yes. you go into labor <laughs> so yes. she just calls and then once they pick up like I often just go back to sleep I don't know why I start <laughs> I start labor in the middle of the night oxytocin has a lot to do with starting labor and I think I just feel the happiest when I'm asleep <laughs> I just feel so happy that I go into labor. So it's often a, it's often a phone call in the middle of the night, mm. and she says, "Go back to sleep." And I, I'll, once I like can't sleep through them, I, I'll call, give her a call, and she just comes to my house and she checks on me, and then she's just she either goes back to sleep. I labor by myself. Uh, well, by myself, I don't like doing anything by myself, especially laboring. I'm with Austin <laughs> and my mom and story just comes in and out. And she really does leave it up to, to me based on what I need. Um, I just labor. I just am breathing through contractions. I have candles and twinkle lights in my diffuser, <laughs> my birth playlist. Mm-hmm. And I'm just in the moment. Yeah, just in the moment until it's go time, like transition mm-hmm. happens and she's for mm-hmm. sure right there with me. So the lights are all off to show the lights. Yeah. <laughs> the the twinkle lights, I mean. Just the twinkle lights, yes. Just the twinkle lights. Um, but I have I'm having a summer baby and I'm realizing mm-hmm. it's dark out. It's, I've always had winter babies and it's just dark more. So I'm curious wow, about how true. the twinkle lights are gonna work. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to report back. Yeah. Did you ever think about doing a water birth at home? I did. And actually I had a tub with Orla, but she, I didn't make it. I just didn't make it in time to the tub. I'm thinking about it this time though. And a story and I have been talking about it and she's like, Mm -hmm. whatever you want, like what you said, when you have the ability to make the decisions, (laughs) it's like all up to you. There was something else we were talking about. She was like, it's up to you. I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. I, I haven't really decided, but I've heard great, great things about water birth. Mm. 
about it just being a great coping mechanism. Me too. I tried that at the birth center that I went to. <laughs> How was your experience? And did you like it? I really, really wanted a water birth because I also thought it'll take the pain away. <laughs> Mm -hmm. It'll make me feel, you know, soothed and how cool, like it felt like a gentle way to give birth, you know, mm -hmm. with the baby being supported and, and I don't know, it just seemed, it seemed like a comfortable way to give birth. Um, and they did have a tub in the room where I was because it's so bougie. They have a tub in every room, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a nice big tub. I labored there from time to time, but for some reason I just couldn't get comfortable in the tub it wasn't very big it was probably the smallest one they had and looking back maybe maybe I wouldn't do that tub again <laughs> you know maybe I would have chosen a bigger one yeah I mean that's honestly my concern like I don't <laughs> want to be in a tub where I feel like I'm gonna drown just because I'm so small I don't, want it, I don't want it to feel like I'm gonna be submerged underwater but right. still being able to hold myself up in a position that I'm comfortable in but they're like Katie they sell like little pools <laughs> Katie size pools. <laughs> yeah, like what a bummer. Oh, like what a bummer to have a like to have that in your mind and then it's not but that's often how it goes, you know. You have right. to be somewhat flexible. But another thing that's hard is keeping the water hot enough. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't realize, but my um midwives were and, and the nurse were constantly turning on the water and turning it off. And I was like, what are you doing? And then I later realized, oh, they're trying to like not fill it up, fill it up so full that the hot water will all get cool, you know, and they, they will be stuck, but they're also trying to, um, they're just trying to pace themselves. <laughs> keep it, it warm. It seems like there's an art, <laughs> there's an art to the water birth. Yes. Yes. Maybe, maybe in the future, that would be nice. But I, I thought it would be easier, I guess, is the takeaway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Let's thought it would yeah. be a one a fix all solution, but it was nice. Are there any like you mentioned hypnobirthing and are there any um techniques they can have a name or not, you know, um that help you um with breathing, with pain management, especially because you're not medicated. You know, you're just dealing with the pain as it comes. Yes. With labor, there's so much prep work I feel like needs to be done. I have never showed up on Labor Day, on birthday, mm -hmm. and and have not done the work ahead of time. And it's often, I mean, I've heard it compared to a marathon. It's like you just don't show up on a marathon day and just run 26 miles right. without any any um, practice beforehand, any runs beforehand. So I do, I, I practice my breathing. Um, I have an oil, like an oil that I'm really drawn to with each birth while I'm pregnant and which one is so of course I'm so it's been different with every pregnancy balance is what sold me on using essential oils in general mm -hmm. <laughs> and I started using that in my first pregnancy diffusing it um, mm. listening to my birth playlist and breathing practicing breathing usually before a nap or before bedtime mm -hmm. and so I would associate that the scent the that smell with relaxation mm -hmm. and and it has it's a blend of oils that promotes relaxation anyway so mm -hmm. it's just I'm just kind of like tapping into that a little more mm -hmm. and and with Orla it was a different one it was serenity with Baron all I wanted was frankincense all the frankincense wow and I know and then with this baby I'm not really sure yet 
I think mm-hmm. I like the smell of adaptive and peace. Both oils are really helpful for just calming and grounding. Mm. So you can tell by the names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I want peace in my labor. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I think it's 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 all like there's no like magic bullet. It really is mm-hmm. work. It's prep time. It's being intentional with what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think the meditations are super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, the course that she has provides coloring sheets um, that are attached to a verse. And so mm-hmm. like I will color this verse coloring sheet, mm-hmm. listening to my playlist, diffusing the oil, which is still up for determination in this pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then the breathing and then just taking care of your body and exercising is is really actually crucial because Mm -hmm. your heart, your heart rate increases during labor. So therefore your baby's heart rate increases during labor. It's just like you're, you're basically giving your baby a pre-workout labor, labor (laughs) workout when you're you're exercising. Mm -hmm. So it's just understanding the whys behind how your body Mm -hmm. works and why you want to exercise or why you want to practice breathing. Mm. And, and really whatever is in your mind in the most intense moment, that's what's going to come to your, the surface. So if you feel super mm-hmm. afraid, then that's exactly what's going to float to the top in, a, in right. an intense moment. Mm-hmm. And so I want in those moments, those moments of intensity mm-hmm. to be something that is true and of God mm-hmm. and something that it, give, it brings me peace and therefore my right. body relaxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Having something in your mind, flooding your mind, giving your mind peace. And then I love also that you prep, you prepare with those oils, making the associations. So your brain and your emotions, your body just all go, oh, it's time to relax, even though I'm freaking out because I'm in labor, but it's time to relax. Yeah. Yes. Like engaging all the senses. Mm-hmm. So whatever you see, like I, I hang up in my birth my birth room, my bedroom, the, <laughs> the coloring sheets, the coloring sheets that I will color that will be an anchor mm. for me. So when I see them, I associate that with the verse. I'm like super into touch. So I'm like massage me all over, please. <laughs> just, I love the touch. Some women do not. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, just being able to engage all the senses and association. Yeah. Associating that with relaxation, even in the most intense moments. And then you've talked about how you love how home birth can bring out the strength that you have. Tell me about mm-hmm. that. Does it feel like you're running a marathon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In a lot of ways it does. I think God's so kind to us because the labor that is the longest, the contractions are furthest apart. So as the contractions grow closer together and become more intense and less breaks, that means labor is almost done. We're almost finished at that point. Your baby is almost here. So Mm -hmm. I think it is a marathon, but there are breaks built in. And I just think that is such a kindness to us. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So the more intense it gets, the closer the contractions, the stronger. And the belief Mm -hmm. starts to waver. I I say I get a little squirrely. I'm like, (laughs) oh my gosh, I don't know. (laughs) It's just like, and then it's over. And so, yeah, it's like a... Yeah, it's like a marathon, but more intense, like you're running faster towards the end and you get some nice breaks, nice Mm -hmm. breaks in the beginning. 
the sprint at the end <laughs> sprint at the end yes you're at the finish line <laughs> yeah i remember it felt like it took forever for coda's head to to get going i was like is this just gonna stay here forever it's so painful it's like the hard part yeah you know? yeah that's the that's like the last the last straw the last push <laughs> like you really think you can't do it anymore and then it's and then the head is born honestly that's like how it's been every time no going back now <laughs> no, no, going back. Back <laughs> no, you, no no going back yeah <laughs> hmm. what do you think um would help women who are considering a home birth but they really don't know if it's right for them um you know there's so many different options you can do it at a birth center you could do it at a hospital you could do it hospital but unmedicated as much as possible you know um and i know some people have fears or unknowns about home birth you know is it safe um will i be able to get through the pain am i going to be exhausted so exhausted that i'm going to have to go to a hospital you know all those questions and then you know my insurance doesn't cover. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think it's helpful for people to keep in mind to know if home birth is right for them? Yeah, I think desire has a lot to do with it. I mean, if you don't have a desire to home birth, then it's probably just not a good fit from the get go. Mm -hmm. But if you have like a lot of questions or you're curious or you want to learn more, I think you can learn a lot by talking to a midwife or talking to women who have given home birth. Mm -hmm. or in the birthing center, I think to be reassured, because I do think there's just a lot of mystery around it. And uh, it's not, I would say more people are having home births. I mean, I, I mean, in my, I don't know, my realm of mamas I've met <laughs> more, it's becoming more, I guess, less crunchy and more mainstream. I don't know. <laughs> more trendy. <laughs> more trendy. I don't know. But I do think um, mm -hmm. if you could like unwrap the mystery a little bit, if you could just learn more and ask those questions like, mm -hmm. is it safe? I do know if you're a high risk mm -hmm. pregnancy or you have some, some like troubling things that you're working through in your pregnancy, I know home birth isn't a good fit. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and a midwife, a midwife would tell you that like mm -hmm. my, that's a part of the conversation in the beginning, but so to be a low risk, mm -hmm. uh, pregnancy at home birth would be a great fit. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with belief, like a belief about labor and delivery belief about your own body. I think there's a lot of personal work to mm. work through as far as like how you view, uh, pregnancy mm -hmm. and labor and delivery. Mm -hmm. and and then from that, moving towards the best fit based on, because really your beliefs are what going to determine your actions. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think just diving into what your body does, like just learning the anatomy of your body and how it works, the hormones that are released, like it is incredible how God has <laughs> created our body. I cannot mm. say that enough. It's amazing. So just to learn more about that process and just realizing like, like your body does know what, what mm. it's doing and to have the support of people who know also what your body's doing and encouraging you mm -hmm. in whatever decision you make. Cause I know mm -hmm. God is in every labor and delivery room mm -hmm. and with every woman, wherever she decides to give birth mm -hmm. and that she, he can make it peaceful. Mm. But I, I think based on your belief about 
what you think your body's capable of will determine where you have your baby. But yeah, asking those questions, I don't mm-hmm. think like you should shy away from those. And mm-hmm. the answers might differ based on who you ask. Like I think a midwife might give a different answer than a doctor mm-hmm. in, in, a lab, in a lab coat. Mm-hmm. So I think you really have to just go with what your desire is mm-hmm. in that setting. Yeah. That's really helpful. I want to end on something really joyful because you're the joyful folks person. <laughs> Joy, I feel like it's a good word to associate with you. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes, so with your births, with your three births so far, what are some things that have added to the joy with each one, with each experience? And then what things are you maybe looking forward to with this next birth and maybe things you're doing differently? Oh, what's added to the joy? Man, I love watching my husband hold my baby. <laughs> like after minutes after birth, I like love that moment. That makes me so happy. <laughs> love that. With, uh, having more than one child, having the siblings meet the newborn is so sweet. That makes me so happy. Smile so big. I think uh, I have increased joy in, in the process of watching children grow. Having a six-year-old, he's only six, but having a newborn, I just, I think I can like cherish that time so much better now having a six-year-old and so I think I I like look forward to that those newborn days are so so limited (laughs) there's like such a blip of even Mm. the six years that I've had with Alistair and so I think just being able to relish those moments better I Mm -hmm. think now than I did with my first and enjoying the process a little a little more and I think I've learned how to just recover better actually recovering and not trying to bounce back after babies mm-hmm. are born I don't know what it is I don't know why we do that to ourselves <laughs> but I'm like I'm like two weeks I'm gonna let I'm gonna like actually allow my body to recover two weeks and there's so much joy in that where I'm like I feel like mm-hmm. I can actually enjoy that those two weeks with my newborn not feel like I have to do anything and just mm-hmm. enjoy just like enjoy my family there's just Mm -hmm. so much just you're just so elevated your emotions are so elevated (laughs) after a baby's born you're just like so thankful so I think Mm -hmm. that there's some some things that come to mind and then anything different you're hoping for this next baby girl (laughs) anything different Mm -hmm. that you're thinking with your home birth yeah I told story like I want to I want to approach transition better with fearlessness because I have been so squirrely (laughs) with my my other babies. And so I think just kind of, uh, I really want to experience peace throughout. I think I'd cope well in the beginning stages of labor, but towards the end, Mm -hmm. I kind of, I get squirrely. I don't know what other (laughs) way to describe it. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to like just another chance at that. And just, and really it's such a, I feel so close to God and, in that whole process of just feeling mm-hmm. his nearness mm-hmm. and his peace and his encouragement, his touch, his help. I just, mm-hmm. I feel like there's just like no other uh, situation where I'm in such need of help mm-hmm. and when I'm in labor that I'm so aware of God's help in those moments. And mm-hmm. so I am looking forward to, 
forward to that as well. And just be more aware of that with every baby. I just feel like I know what to expect more mm-hmm. times now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sure there'll be some surprises, but in general. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's so exciting. I can't wait for all of us to welcome your new baby girl just a few months. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'd be excited to introduce her. Mm-hmm. You guys have you. a name? We do. We've decided, and I'm I am open to sharing with you. We don't have a middle name yet, but speaking of joy and happiness, Felicity. <laughs> her name is going to be Felicity. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my gosh! Because it means happiness, right? It does. It means happiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sweet. I love it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank you so much for sharing um, all of your experiences and some of your stories with us. It was a lot of fun, and I I actually did learn some really cool things like I thought I would. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Thanks for having me. I love talking about this. So just thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Friends, thank you for joining us for another episode of Find the Good Mamahood podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing about the joys and the strength and the peace that you can find in home birth. Until next time.